Hello and welcome. This is Karen Motokaitis, host of How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. This week, I've spent a lot of time with clients about getting clear about what they want. One would think that this is an easy task. Easy answer, what do I want? However, this can create shitstorms in our brains because when we start to think about what it is we want, also, we start to have fear come up because we may believe that we're not good enough, that we don't, we can't really have it. We don't know how there can be a lot of drama that comes up. And I have lots of shows where I talk about how to overcome that shame gremlin voice. Today, I'm here to talk about the important elements to cultivate strong, connected and authentic relationships for all of us. Because yes, you can have these strong relationships. You can be connected with others and you get to be authentic. And this can be with a life partner, a husband, a wife, your children, adult children, family members, and friends. Give yourself permission because we do all want connection and belonging. And yes, there's a lot of drama around this area that gets in the way of what our hearts are longing for. So in this episode of Cultivate Strong and Connected and Authentic Relationships, this is part of the Leader of Your Life series, and this is the fifth of six episodes. And I'm going to talk about the elements for you to cultivate strong, connected, and authentic relationships. It's not about you not being good enough or you being good enough. It's about how are you willing to show up? How are you willing to be brave? So the first thing I want to talk about is authenticity. We throw around authenticity. That sounds really good. We love this word of authenticity. And it means you being you. And that's scary, right? Because if I'm being me, what if you don't like me? You may want to reject me. To be authentic, you must let go of what other people think about you. You must let go. It's really none of your business. Here's the thing. I was coaching a client this week and He really wants to be authentic in his marriage with his wife. He's always worried about other people's feelings. And he's afraid that if he says what he really believes, whether it's what movie to go to, what to have for dinner, that he's going to hurt his wife's feelings. And I had to remind him that we don't have the power over somebody else's feelings because our feelings come from the stories we tell ourselves. It's always the thoughts. So if she were to make it mean he doesn't want to go to the movies and he says, no, I don't want to go to the movies. And she were to make that mean, oh, that's because he doesn't love me. That's where her pain and suffering comes from. Versus if he said, I don't want to go to the movies. And she said, oh, he doesn't want to go to the movies. Do I want to go? I'm going to go. And that's okay. I can go with somebody else or I can go by myself. And if she doesn't have that drama. So, but what happens is that when we aren't authentic with the people that we love, with the people that we care about, with these relationships, what happens is we're not building trust because we're not speaking our truth. We're not really saying what we want. And you may think, oh, but it's the movies. Does it really matter? Absolutely. John Gottman, who does research on family and marriages, 
talks about how trust is built and it's built in small moments. So that movie that you may discount of speaking your opinion on is one of those small moments and trust is built over time with that authenticity of, do you really speak your mind? Because the other person on the receiving end won't know, are they really saying what they want? And not just about going to the movies. It can also be about what do you believe? What do you believe about the political climate? What do you believe about how education should be? Whatever the, whatever the things that are really important, what are your values? Even if they're different. One of the things as my kids were growing up, you know, we're, our family's pretty counterculture. And I would constantly say, you know what? We just fly our freak flag high. We do things differently than other families. This is who we are. And it was to cultivate this feeling of, it's okay if we're different. We want to be who we are instead of trying to fit in and hustle for our worthiness. It's about us being ourselves and owning ourselves, owning the great things about us and owning the flaws because we have them. Authenticity is not perfectionism. Authenticity is not, oh, let me show you who you think I should be and be that. That's not authenticity. Authenticity is being able to be all of ourselves. I had this client once who was telling me about how she loved her husband and she loved the best parts of him. And I asked her, do you love all of him? And that made her really stop and think because she only wanted to look at the great parts and the pain of the parts that created a lot of pain in their relationship were things that she didn't want to look at. She wanted those to change, but being able to love all of him is the key to our relationships, allowing our partners to be who they are. And also understanding where are your boundaries on what's okay and what's not okay. So authenticity is really important because it can help create trust and reminding ourselves that we're not responsible for other people's feelings. As long as we're not, you know, authenticity does not mean you call somebody a jackass because that's just a label. Like authenticity is about speaking your truth. And you can say, look, I am not comfortable with what is preceded, or I'm not comfortable with being treated that way in front of my peers or in front of um, our children. And being able to speak your mind and talking about what are, what's okay and what's not okay. That is authenticity. And when you're authentic, you are brave. And it's about letting go of what other people think so that you can speak your truth. And it's not, again, there's a boundary around this truth. It's not a truth filled with hatred. It's not a truth that where you're trying to take somebody down. It's speaking your truth, right? It's not about powering over another. Being brave is also about asking for what you want. And that's about being authentic. The next element in cultivating strong and connected and authentic relationships is about compassion. And compassion is not weakness. Compassion is not just letting whatever happen. Compassion is actually about building a safe place for this relationship. And with that, compassion has boundaries. Here's what's okay. Here's what's not okay. Compassion is a place where judgment doesn't exist. It's really about being this observer and paying attention. It's about letting the judgment go away. I was a person that was highly judgmental and I thought that was really powerful. And really what I was doing was I was armoring myself up and judgment is rooted in shame. It's highly, highly toxic. 
And when I would judge others, it was really about just trying to keep my heart safe because I didn't want somebody to hurt it. I didn't want to be vulnerable. But there's no need to judge others because it's costly to you and it doesn't create connection. It actually creates the opposite of what you want. It creates disconnection. Think about it in your own life, the people that are really judgmental, do you want to be connected with them? Are you willing to share with them your innermost thoughts, your innermost feelings, your beliefs, your mistakes, when you know that you're going to be judged and possibly ridiculed? So compassion is the place that you want to build and create for you in these relationships. And it doesn't mean doing it perfectly. It doesn't mean that while I was once judgmental and I've really practiced letting it go, that I'm not judgmental because of course I can be judgmental. The problem with that is that there's a huge cost to me. I don't feel good. And it also keeps disconnection in my life with the people that I really want to be connected with. So creating compassion for others and for yourself. And that part's really important, allowing people to make mistakes and allowing yourself to make mistakes, allowing for you to have a voice in boundaries. And this is where it gets really hard to do compassion because like, well, wait, where, what exactly is it? Where do I put it? You have to test it out and you start to learn of, Ooh, this is okay. Or, Oh, this is absolutely not okay. And this is something that's really uncomfortable. And then be brave enough and be authentic enough where you share it with the people you love. And with that compassionate place and letting go of judgment, something else that's really important is letting go of resentment. Nelson Mandela has said, holding on to resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Think about that. Holding on to resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And what happens, and I see this with friends and with clients, and I've done this myself, is that when we resent, we're so good at story following. We're telling it over and over. I mean, I was so good at this and how I'd been wronged and how I sacrificed. And I had a scorecard. I was essentially in my marriage keeping track of how I'd been wronged and how I, how it's continued. And I was reliving stuff from different decades. Again, as Nelson Mandela said, is I was drinking poison. And it wasn't helping anybody. It wasn't creating more connection in my marriage. It was creating more disconnection because I was getting angrier. Scorpion keeping and story fondling are the way to sabotage what you want in cultivating a strong, connected, and authentic relationship. So what you have to do instead is the next element, which is forgiveness. And to forgive yourself for making mistakes, gosh, that's huge, right? And forgive the other people in your life are making mistakes. We talk about growth mindset, right? That's become more and more commonplace and absolutely here on the show. And, but the problem is, is that while we may say, oh yes, having a growth mindset, making mistakes, falling down, getting back up is so important. It's so critical. In these relationships, we can like not allow it. And we can say, we're not going to forgive. They've hurt me. They've done this to me. They cheated on me. They lied to me. They didn't follow through on their commitments. I'm done. I'm out of here. But what that means is that we're actually in a fixed mindset. We're not willing to go, okay, I forgive you. I forgive myself for making a mistake. What can I learn from this? How am I going to move forward? And with the idea of creating the relationship that I want to have here with you, 
and really focusing on that instead of what happened in the past. What can we learn from these mistakes? Joe Reynolds says, in order for forgiveness to happen, something has to die. If you make a choice to forgive, you have to face into the pain. You simply have to hurt. And what he means by something having to die is the stories that we hold on to, that story fondling of bringing it back and back and back. And I was so good at that. You have to let that story die and then create a new story of this is what we want. So if the result that you want is to have a cultivate a strong, connected and authentic relationship, and this person has done something that broke boundaries in your relationship, maybe had an affair maybe he lied to you, maybe he's not good about showing up, letting that die. And then moving forward of we're going to create this. And with creating that, that means no more affairs, not allowed. Or that, you know, if we're going to be a part of this, and if I'm going to set out time for you as a friend, then, you know, I expect you to show up when we have an agreed upon time to get together, whether it's for coffee or for dinner. And will they be able to do that? And if they can, then that's awesome. And you can continue on. And if they can't, and they just want to cancel because of for whatever reason, you know, is their importance. That's okay. They've given you information, but allowing yourself to forgive yourself and the other person is really key to cultivating these relationships that we want. And remember, we get stronger by going through the mess, not by never having a mess. And I know that's hard because none of us want to have the mess. We don't want to be uncomfortable. We just want it to be this nice road. I'm right there with you, right? I can be leading at the pack of this road, but I constantly am reminding myself there's beauty in the mess and that, that how do we get stronger is by going through the mess, not by giving up, by overcoming the obstacles is how we get stronger. The next element, it seems so key is love. You can't give what you don't have. So first you must start with your own self-love, loving yourself, right? Loving all of you, loving your strengths, loving your flaws, loving yourself, loving your authenticity, loving your times when you can be authentic and how you can get in your own way, loving yourself because you can't give away what you don't have. And it takes courage to love yourself. And it takes so much courage to love somebody else. When I was young, when I was in college, I had this, I decided, I made this decision that I wasn't going to get married and I was never going to have kids. And the reason for it was that I grew up in an alcoholic home and I was so afraid of falling in love with somebody who had a substance abuse problem where I couldn't control it, where I couldn't change it, where I couldn't make a difference, that I wasn't willing to be vulnerable and go through that because I knew I could control me, but I didn't think I could control anybody else, which is actually very true. So my solution was I was just not going to love. And I put a container around that. Well, that didn't really work because I met my husband and fell in love and he had kids and then we wound up having more kids. So I, it didn't, it didn't stop me, but I really tried hard not to love. And then I had a lot of rules about love and who I could love. And love was almost like the scarcity thing, which was so fascinating. So I've had to do a lot of work around this notion of love. It takes courage. It takes courage to step into a relationship. It takes courage to show up. But love is a beautiful thing. And this is what allows connection to happen. And it can be as simple as there's this one little girl on the Aqua Monsters 
I think she's sick. She's darling. And she'll come running up along. I'll be sitting down coaching the next group. She'll go in the hot tub and then she'll come by. She'll come running over and she'll like throw herself onto me and be like, giving me a big hug and bye, Corinne. Right? She's authentic. She's full of love. She's recognizing me and acknowledging me. Right? And that's why kids are so awesome because they are authentic. They are fully who they are. She's not loving me with a guarantee that I'll love her back or expressing love, right? I mean, it's not like she comes up to me and says she loves me, but there's just this beautiful energy that's coming my way. And when you get that kind of energy, you just want to give that energy back. It's like, I'm so happy to see her. I always say goodbye to her, right? Because she was willing to be brave and she may not even be realizing it. But what happens is, is that we all have that inside of ourselves along the way we were taught that wasn't safe. And so we start to armor up just like I did when I was back in college making a decision. The only way I can be safe in my life and in control of my life is not to love other people. So it takes courage to love. And love is amazing. And love is painful. And yes, you're guaranteed to go through heartache when you're in a place of love. Bravery is an element that's in all of these and being courageous to show up and be seen, to love without guarantees, to share your truth, to let other people in your lives be themselves. Those are the elements for you to cultivate strong, connected, unauthentic relationships. Remember, you be you. There's nobody else that can do you better. And we don't want that. You be you. Let go of what other people think. There's only a small portion of people in your lives whose opinion really matter and your opinion must matter. So you can listen to the small amount of people, the few people who've earned the right to have their opinion matter, but also check in with you. And when you are rooted in being brave, you can let yourself be seen. And remember, compassion is so powerful as well as love because when you can be compassionate for yourself, you can be compassionate for other people. And then you create the safe place to create connection with other people. When you let go of the resentment in your life, you no longer are drinking the poison and that cost you that is so high to carry that resentment. When you forgive yourself and your loved ones, as we all make mistakes, this will make you stronger and your relationship stronger. It will make you resilient. And we can overcome obstacles and move forward to creating strong, connected, and authentic relationships. Love is powerful. Love feels good. And it's about having courage to love without guarantees. And remember, finally, courage. You are brave and courageous to be in relationships with others. And while it can be scary, really, there's no other way. We are not meant to be alone. So my friend, go out and cultivate strong, connected, and authentic relationships with your life. Remember, that's the result that you want to have. And when all this drama and all these voices of, oh, you're not enough, or there's something wrong with you, remind yourself that that doesn't help you get the result that you want. Go back to you being you, compassion, letting go of resentment, forgiveness, love, encourage and create these relationships that you want in your life. Now it's time to do an iTunes shout out. 
Melissa E. Anderson. She's Canadian. I love Canadians. My special place in my heart. I spent many, many summers up in uh, Omic Lake in Northern Ontario. So I have a very special place in my heart for Canadians. Anyways, thank you so much for leaving your iTunes shout out. She wrote, love this podcast. So much amazing information told with heartfelt stories about showing up, especially love the deep conversations. Don't worry, there'll be more conversations and interviews coming up, um, as well as I'll be continuing on with these monologues. If you're ready to improve the quality of your life and create the results you want, join me at howshereallydoesit.com, or you can use the link in the show notes and get signed up for my emails. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful day. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.